Hi, and welcome to A Sober Girls Podcast. My name is Sherry, and I have been through various ups and downs over my time in sobriety. The one thing I love about my journey is that it's brought me to you and helping others in sobriety. If you are listening to this, then you are either wanting to start your journey or currently active in recovery and just want to hear other people's experience, strength, and hope. Either way, we are here for you, and we are the community to help you through whatever part of your journey you are on. We have something for everyone. Now, let's get started on today's journey. that you had a great week and for those of you who are listening on patreon i hope you're enjoying the early episode and happy sunday there had to be a few changes to my schedule this week but i like the fact that i had to do things a little bit differently and it's got me in line with my new book for the book club on patreon called the best yes it is so good check it out i really hope that you join me there I also really enjoyed last week's episode. I've been riding a wave of excitement because while I love talking about the steps and we are going to finish them out, the one thing that I really truly wanted to do was reach out to people and help them. AA keeps us sober, but the reality is that part of sobriety is keeping up with our mental health. And I want to have a space where we address those issues as they relate to our alcoholism. Steps four and five are really hard. We have to take a look at our destructive patterns over the past and come to the realization that our actions not only hurt ourselves, but others. Taking a look at character defects and admitting them is so humbling, but necessary. We have to look at those things because we have to know that what we have done in the past so that we can change the future. Our friends, family, employers will potentially be willing to forgive us, and we will discuss all of this later, but the biggest apology is not with our words, but our actions. The only way we can truly grow and make amends is by working hard to remove our behaviors that plagued us during our time using. The purpose of step six is to develop a sincere willingness to make changes in your life so that you can hand over your shortcomings to your higher power. In working steps one through five, you admitted that you were powerless over your drug and alcohol abuse. It truly all boils down to willingness, getting stronger, and becoming a better person, the better version of ourselves. In working steps one through five, powerless over drug use and alcohol abuse. Then, establish a relationship with your higher power before making a list of individual shortcomings and defects of character. Now you're ready to humble yourself and prepare your heart and mind to hand those defects of character over to your higher power and start fresh. Although you might be able to just stop drinking, this step is the beginning of you addressing the underlying causes of your addiction. If you were to simply stop drinking or using drugs but never address your defects of character, you'd likely to return to drinking once you face with difficult circumstances powerful emotions, or other external triggers. By working step six, you are safeguarding your sobriety by committing to changing your addictive behavior and the character defects that have contributed to your drug or alcohol abuse. 
we have been working already in the spiritual program and we have already seen changes, at least for me in step three, giving it all over as hard as it definitely was. It helped me in steps four and five. Having faith in a higher power allowed me to trust another alcoholic and bring me through. My higher power was showing me that if I gave him my woes and worked my program, that he would indeed carry me. And as it states in the big book promises, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. And here we are. We are halfway through, and are you not amazed at this point of your sobriety in what's happening? In this portion of our growth, mental health is going to play a huge part because we need to make a change in patterns of thinking. While we were using, we were coping. So our management of emotions was not healthy. We were using what we thought we could only do. These behaviors would have included manipulation, lying, creating a victim scenario, reckless spending, inability to hold a job, emotional outbursts brought on by anxiety and isolation. By now, you have seen how others' experiences in AA and in sobriety have allowed them to not only correct their behaviors, but also have a release from the obsession to use and have a better life. But we won't get there without earnestly trying or being willing. I know for me, when defects of character come up, I really have to evaluate and look at them. I still have character defects to this day. There are things that we don't realize lie deep underneath the surface. These releases from defects of character are not going to be immediate. They are going to be hard, some of them. They are going to take time and work. Remember, progress over perfection and when in tandem with principles over personalities, we are able to apply our changes and continue to grow. Just like step four, we need to really take an honest look at ourselves. Here are some thoughts and tips on working step six. There is a little more than just saying, God, take this from me. Number one, look at yourself and your life honestly. If you are not completely honest with yourself and others about your personal flaws and defects, it will be difficult to complete step six. Instead, practice acceptance and acknowledge that you're not perfect. There are things in your life that you need to change to successfully get sober and maintain your recovery. By accepting these things and being willing to hand them over to your higher power, you will be one step closer to letting go of the past and moving forward with your life. Fully explore each character defect. Number two, it's not fun, but you'll need to be very specific about your character defects and work through each one individually and fully. Whether you struggle with anger, codependence, or some other personal issue that has contributed to addictive behaviors, you'll need to explore them deeply and to completely work through them. Practice humility. It takes a lot of humility to admit that you need to work on yourself, but being humble will open the door to change by allowing you to accept your faults, develop a positive attitude, and become willing to do whatever it takes to become the best version of yourself. Now, there are some things about step six some people don't understand. There are some misconceptions. One of the misconceptions is, is that you have to perfectly the first time. No one can possibly deal with all their character defects in one fell swoop. 
Instead, know that you'll work this step several times over as you confront each of your character defects and work to address them. It's best to focus on just one or two main issues at a time. Thankfully, the 12-step program is not about perfection. All it requires is you do your best efforts and willingness to try. You have to give all your defects of character to your higher power right now. Step six only requires you to develop a willingness to give up your shortcomings and allow your higher power to take over to help you change your life. With time, you'll find yourself able to hand those things over and leave your past behind you, but it won't be all at once or right away. It is okay to do things on your time. AA has prayers as we go through the steps. That connection with God is there, and once we have identified our flaws, we can bow our heads and ask for help and relief. Remember, this program is about progress, not perfection. And I know what it's like to want to rush through the program, the steps, and just be better. That was one of the hardest things for me, was when I came into the program, I was like, all right, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to get it done. I'm going to have the most chips by the end because I'm a really competitive person. And there was someone in there with 25 years of sobriety, and there was no way I could catch up to them. No way. Even if I was 11 years sober, I would not have what someone had in 25 years of sobriety. This past Saturday, I had a meeting and it went really well. I got to see one friend get his three-month chip and I am just so incredibly proud of him. He is such a good guy and he wants so much to have sobriety and he wants so much to continue to grow in the program and he really said that a lot of it was based on our meeting and what we provided for him. So that made me feel good. It made me feel good that he understood that it's a program of we, not a program of I. And then in the same turn, another friend of mine ended up getting his 45-year token. So it's just so amazing to see the vast amount of differences and growth in those rooms, but yet we all understand each other. We are all the same. We all are there to help and support one another. And it's not a competition. It's not about who has the best sobriety and the most sobriety. We all continue to learn from each other. I hear things at 11 years from newcomers that I never would have thought have or have thought about before. And there are things that I love to hear from the old timers and an old timer is 25 years or more of sobriety that I absolutely love to hear from them and I grow by listening to them too. So it's not that you're going to work the steps and everything's going to be perfect. You have to continue to put in the work. You have to continue to make changes. Changes are going to be hard, but they are going to be the places where we see the most growth. In the meeting, we were talking about how We always can come up against people, places, and things. But if we accept who we are and we accept who the people, places, or things are and be willing to give up that control of trying to make those things 
bend to our whim or try or work, then hey, then we have done anything and everything possible in those scenarios to make things right. So once we have gotten this far, once we have gotten to the sixth step, there is a prayer and the six step prayer is one of my favorites because it asks God to continue to walk with us. It brings us to reaching out and being vulnerable. And I know that being vulnerable is hard for a lot of us. Vulnerability is why we kept drinking. Vulnerability, being open, you know, having those hurts there in front of us, that is a huge reason of why we continued to drink. But by now, you have learned that being vulnerable in this program with your sponsor, each other, and your higher power is a safe place. The six-step prayer goes like this. Dear God, I am ready for your help in removing from me the defects of character, which I now realize are an obstacle to my recovery. Help me to continue being honest with myself and guide me towards spiritual and mental health. As we work through the step, we are continually becoming more and more humble. We are seeing that God truly is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Humility being the basis of the journey, when we have gone through and identified our defects of character that are plaguing us, the next step in the journey is humbling ourselves once again to our higher power and asking him to remove all these defects of character. This is step seven. Like I said before, there is no perfect way to do this, and step six and step seven go together like step four and step five do. We may need to do this at chunks at a time. Maybe there are some, like me, who will identify later, and you need to rework the step later. As long as we are not saying, well, done and dusted, never have to do that again, I am healed, then we are truly growing and being willing to make changes as we move forward. We will be able to rebuild ourselves in a manner in which we never thought we could see ourselves living. For me, watching some of the old timers pull into the meeting or people who have lots of sobriety, they've got their lives together so much that they are driving brand new BMWs, Mercedes, Lexuses, and that's because they have made those changes. They have made those hard, earnest, financial changes to their stability in order to be able to put themselves in a position to do that. When we are using and drinking, our money is certainly not going towards brand new car payments or savings. Those money issues plague us for a very long time. For me, I was a horrible person. I was selfish, angry, prideful, vengeful. I used people. I was a victim. And while I need you to know that in fact, I was a victim of abuse, there is a difference between being victimized and playing the victim. Playing the victim is attention-seeking behavior, and if you want to learn more about that, I truly believe you should seek outside help because being a victim or playing a victim can be detrimental to your recovery. It took me a while to step out of the I am a victim role into the I was victimized. I am not proud of the person I was. I am actually disgusted by her, but by humiliating myself, I have had the ability to become humble.
and there is nothing, I mean nothing more, I want than to be free of my pain, my actions, or my flaws. I hate being reminiscent of any part of who that girl was. I genuinely hate hurting people and knowing that I hurt people. One of my character flaws is trauma response. I overshare and get attached. I meet someone and I'm like, here's my life story. And then I get attached and I overtry to make things perfect. And that's when shit falls apart. That is fear. I people please because I'm scared of being the asshole that I used to be. But I have to remember that I am not that person anymore. And people like me for me. Which again, is hard for me to believe because I am truly conflicted with myself. But I am growing to love and accept myself. I am putting out in the universe the way I treat myself is how I want the universe to treat me. And I don't want to be an ugly, rude, angry person. That is something that I'm continually working on is being a good person. In reality, because I didn't start the steps until eight years of sobriety, I'm a baby in this program. I'm a baby, but I'm still an adult. It sucks learning as an adult, but we never stop growing, do we? I have issues with anxiety, depression, abandonment, self-doubt, and overthinking. And I hate that. But if I'm being honest, I appreciate them. It allows me to connect with my higher power. I'm not alone in the dark. My darkest secrets are my greatest assets because they allow me to look into the eyes of others and put myself in their shoes. I don't always do it right, but I put others before myself. This can also be a character flaw because there has to be balance. Self-care is important. You can't pour from an empty cup. You can love and help others without taking from yourself. So here we are. We are at the point where we have analyzed everything. We have to be completely honest with ourselves. We have seen our damage, our wake, our pain, and you are ready for that change. There are things that I'm seeing about myself that I know right now in 2021 as I record that need to be changed. And that is the beauty of the program is being able to see those things and being able to make those changes. We are ever growing and we are ever learning things that we can do to better ourselves to be a beacon of light for someone else. So if you are ready, if you have not done step seven yet, and when you get there, you can have those things removed from you. You get on your knees or not. You can stand in silence. You can sit with your sponsor. You can be in the quiet and pray the seventh step prayer. My creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character, which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go from here to do your bidding. How beautiful is that? Help me to be a good person, God. That's what vulnerability, your higher power, and this program can do for you. Addiction tells us that we aren't worthy of love, growth, and happiness. And that couldn't be further from the truth. We deserve all the love and all the grace. Don't let addiction tell you that you will never recover, that you will never have that job, have that family, or have that life you've always dreamed of. It may take time. There will be hills and valleys and there will be trouble. But at this point in our program, we are learning to see others experience strength and hope that we can have all those and more.
I am so thankful that we have this opportunity to work through things together. I'm going to jump off script a little bit here and talk to you guys real life. I have been struggling with my depression for quite some time now, probably May, June-ish, and I didn't realize it because it was creeping up on me. And I know that I've addressed this in another episode, but I want you to know that as I've gone through this and as I've talked about my defects of character and I've addressed some of those issues in this week's podcast, I am in real time going through this process with you guys. I know you might not be doing the process right now. I know you might just be learning. You're sober curious. Um... But for me, this is real life at this point in time. Um, I do not have that fear of relapse. The compulsion to drink has been taken from me. The compulsion to use has been taken from me. And I know that sounds really weird. But the self-medication portion of my compulsion is no longer truly an issue for me. But I do see it manifesting in other ways. I do see where I will have issues if I do not be honest with myself, my program, and my sponsor, that these can manifest our anger, anxiety, depression, self-pity. And when it comes down to it, I know for me that I do need to and do need to address the issue of abandonment and fear. I have decided to get back into therapy, and that is something that I really should have been doing during the pandemic, and I really realized it after last week's episode just how much I have been hurting and how much I potentially have hurt other people while I have been hurting, and I know some of it has to do with my chronic illness, but a lot of it has to do with my depression and isolation, and I just wanted you guys to know I'm being honest and real with you. I'm being vulnerable with you, and maybe it's easier because you can't see me face-to-face or we're not talking or we're not in a relationship, but I want you to know that I have been and will continue to be as open and vulnerable with you over this process. There is nothing that I want more than for you guys to feel like this is a safe space, and there is nothing I hate more than being fake or pretending to be something I'm not. I don't like that from anybody, really. I don't appreciate fake people whatsoever because they lead you down a false path. But I am being as real with you as I possibly can be. And if there's anything else you need to know, need to learn, want to know, I'm here. And I will answer your questions and be as transparent as I can. I am so thankful that we have had this opportunity to work through things together. This week, my gratitude list is pretty short but pretty powerful. This week, I'm grateful for growth. This podcast has been good for my soul, and it has shown me that there are always things we need to be worked on and that I can always improve. Growth is so hard, can be vulnerable, but it is so beautiful in the end. I am also thankful and grateful for the opportunity to start on Patreon. I hope it allows me to have a chance to talk to people in the community or who have questions about my sobriety, my journey, or how to help others. I love you all and look forward to talking to you next week. Don't forget, if you are listening on Patreon and you are part of the Tier 2 group, 
you will be able to follow our book club. The episode will be coming up after this, so stay tuned to be on the lookout for that. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on this episode of A Sober Girls Podcast. I hope we were able to help you on your road through recovery, or if anything, help you understand that if you are not active in recovery, but want to be, that you are not alone. We are here for you. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and follow us wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss another episode. Also, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at a sober girls Pod, and online for show notes and other information about sobriety at a sober girls podcast.podbean.com. I hope that you have a great rest of your week, and until next time, fam, be well. Oh, 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 oh,